Timed it perfectly. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Third Eye Hitter, and uh, today is a Thursday. <clears throat> World War Three just started. Ukraine's getting invaded by Russia. It's freaking crazy. Uh, so you know, once coronavirus was over, which Joe Rogan promptly finished off, uh, what they do? They started World War Three. <laughs> now every headline's, uh, uh, you know. Russia, Russia, Russia. And hey, Donald Trump's responsible, some shit like that. Anyways, we're not talking about the news right now. Because that dates the fuck out of this show. I just want to talk about something that came to me uh, through a deep state of med- meditation. Uh, and it w- was in regards to the show. Because you make stuff, you make content, I'll be honest. You you make all kinds of content. And uh, you want to delete it sometimes. It was like, what the fuck am I even doing? Why don't I go do something else? Or maybe I should just quit. You just get funny thoughts like that, uh, self-doubt, pessimistic thoughts. And then you like you tell yourself, like, why do I do it? And then, because the truth is, you do it for attention. You do it for reinforcement, whatever you want. You do it because you want to do it. You want to have fun is the most important part, which is why I started doing this. I started doing it because I just wanted to have fun. And create something instead of consume something so instead of like playing video games or watching netflix for whatever uh i wanted to create so that's my whole instagram that's everything i've been doing like if i'm going to use this product i don't want to just consume it so you see people who create use social media in capacities where it's more consumption than creation this is uh my answer to social media is like I'll use it for creation rather than consumption. Um, and another part of that I'd like to add to is just the basic premise of why did I do this? Because you feel insecure sometimes about the shit you make because like, oh, who the fuck listens? Or what's even the point of talking to yourself for an hour? Because that's what, I, what I'm what i doing. Um, and I think the reason why is to provide insight into my way of thinking for posterity for whatever that fucking means i don't even like the word posterity in a large sense because i believe i am posterity right so people are like what about posterity bitch i am posterity motherfucker i am the person the 1776 people thought about like as in the future or whatever you know what i mean like i am the future nobody fucking gets that uh the future isn't in the future it's now i'm posterity so when I use the word understand, I don't like the word posterity as much as I'm exhibiting right now, I guess. So, anyways, creating something like this is interesting for posterity purposes. And, you know, I'm excited to see what happens in regards to all of this. And to this, my skill set of talking out loud for an hour. Um, Except on Wednesdays where if you come to my Wednesday show, you can watch me uh, look at cringe videos. So, which are fun to watch sometimes. So here we are. Um, That's that's the start of the show. That's a good start. Good five minute start. And no ads. This is brought to you ad free. I don't do sponsors. Uh, I don't want anybody to think I'm under the influence of like corporations, businesses. I'll never be sponsored. I'll never take money for this podcast. 
Uh, nobody will ever pay me for this podcast. I'm just doing this for uh, me. So, and you know, people will want to sponsor me and stuff like that eventually. You know, what I mean, I I assume like uh, big weed brands will. You know what I mean? Why wouldn't they? I'm the third eye hitter, dude, and I'm smoking. But I live in Utah, so it's medical here. I don't think they could sponsor me. That'd be inappropriate. I'd be like the Marlboro Man of uh, smoking weed in Utah. Wouldn't that be cool? I always thought about that. I thought about being a weed model in college. I swear to God, I loved weed so much. And I was like, dude, maybe I'm going to be a weed model. Let me let me look this up. Click, 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 click. And oh, just a bunch of pictures of half-naked chicks with uh, marijuana leaves over the tatas. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? There is no market for male marijuana uh, models. And now, like, I guess you can have, like, now there might be where they have the uh, marijuana magazines where everybody's classy and smoking or... You know, just smoking on the volcano. And I'll be honest about this, about marijuana. This is my marijuana episode, I guess. Uh, I used to partake of the herb in high school and shit. And (laughs) I don't condone it. Um, And that might be a surprise to some and not a surprise to others. But uh, I may or may not have done that either. This could just be all uh, a joke. But... I think the excitement of it when I was younger because it was illegal made the paranoia and the um, experience of smoking marijuana so much more heightened. Uh, You would just freak out sometimes. Yeah, maybe I did. Just in little ways where like, fuck, man. We smell like it. We look like it. Uh, you're just like, there's no way you can go anywhere around here. You know what I mean? Everybody's just stone cold sober, just that thousand-eyed stare if they look at you. And if you're like this, no way, dude. You're not making it through the mall. Not without Brother Johnson and Elder Barry, hey, chasing you down, asking if you're coming to Sacrament next week. No way. You know what I mean? At least that's true for most of my friends. For me, I wasn't as worried. I was like, nope. Hey, bishop, don't got a bishop, don't know any elders. Besides you, homies. So, I feel blessed. <laughs> That's just how it was back then. And uh, then when it became legal, my experiences in uh, all the legal states, Colorado, Oregon, and California, uh, so much more relaxed. And um, the experience was different. Um, and it didn't take long for any hey, – for. All right, man, you're just getting high. Dude, I had back surgery at uh, 19 years old, so I was medical. <laughs> that's terrible, terrible luck on my end. Uh, so, yeah, that's just my whole point. Is like when I was in those states and I was partaking of the herb legally, which I have always done. Um, absolutely. And the experience was just more relaxed, less paranoia, uh, you felt more of the, I think, intended effects. But when you consume anything in, a, I think, in an illegal state, uh, it heightens it. And also, it felt cool doing it. Now, like everybody and their grandma, you go to the bud tender store and you're like, you're here? Jesus Christ. You shouldn't be, what are you smoking for? I don't, I'm not even mad. I'm happy. But, like, that's how I think sometimes. Like, what the fuck? 
what? <laughs> like, hey, at least it ain't pills. That's why it's illegal, huh? And uh, you see some people in there, and God bless them. You know what I mean? And I'll, I'll just say this. The experience is so different from each state, uh, how they treat it. Everybody might not know this, but um, some people might know this. Uh, when I lived in Oregon for a bit of a time, uh, I had at one point probably five uh, marijuana stores within a mile radius, maybe more. That's crazy, huh? And you just go in, they'd measure it out in front of you, you could smell it. Wow, that's nice. Like, they'll tell you all about it. Some of them would. Some of them were like lifelong store. Like, this was their bud store. It was a really cool experience. And then you come to Utah, and it's just so corporatized. And it's just like, it's dry as fuck. I mean, aesthetically. You walk in, it's like you're walking into uh, <laughs> like a rat maze, dude. All the walls are white. There's just not a lot of character in these stores. Um, and especially when people have masks and you can't tip them. Uh, Utah is an interesting place. Uh, I don't, I wish people, a hey, pandemic's not over till all the people who are working don't have to wear masks. That's forced. That's so fucking crazy to me that people are like, Oh, I gotta get a paycheck and I gotta cover my face for six hours. What the fuck? Oh my God. Slam my face against the wall. That's terrible. Oh, and anybody who condones that, it's not that bad. You're a fucking idiot. On God. Like, I can wear a mask all day. Who gives a fuck if you can, dude? You're not a superhero. All these fucking superheroes drive me nuts, dude. Oh, like, I save lives. I'm doing the world a favor. Fuck you. No, you're not. You know what I mean? All these fake liberals, dude. Oh, inclusion. Well, they hold their seat at Yale. No, you don't want inclusion. Hey, how about when you were at Phillips Exeter Academy, you would have left your 60,000-year tuition at your high school, right? And given up to somebody who couldn't afford that education. All these fucking fake-ass people drive me nuts, dude. And this idol worship of anybody on the left. I don't name one hero on the left that's actually, oh, he's actually like a good dude. No, like I am the inside. Jonah Hill's a piece of shit. And all these people are pieces of shit. Anybody who has that much money and, like, lectures, right? They, they lecture about raising taxes. You could pay as much as you want, homie. <laughs> you could give your house up, dude. But they don't want to do that, right? But everybody, they think, should pay their fair share. Well, they hold on to their mansion, their yacht, right? Their private jets, right? There's illusion. And I don't know why anybody supports these fucking famous people. It drives me nuts. So, I mean, I like my comedians. And don't get me wrong. That's where I draw my line. Like, after comedians, comedians to me, uh, is and I don't, like, Kevin Hart some point maybe he sold his soul dude i don't know how anybody gets that big you know what i mean it's like drake you're like is drake really that good or is his song the only one on the radio you know what i mean uh to where like you hear something enough you're like yeah i guess i i see why it's catchy i see why you like it i mean they won't stop fucking playing it and you think about this with some of the fucking people who get put into uh the limelight the starlight. Fuck, man. I don't know. Just don't like uh, idol worship. I think about it. I'm, everybody's guilty of it, dude. Everybody's guilty of it. 
So, fuck, I need water, dude. This early in the morning, I'm uh, I'm on a good rant. It's 6.43. I definitely need some water. So, I got to pause this. Be right back. I mean, fuck, sorry, guys. It's the worst, huh? Dude, you're you're in the middle of something. You're in the middle of something. You had something good there. You had something good. Let's see if I can be back in forty three seconds. Crushed it. Oh, man. Thank God. I could run up those stairs and back, dude. I know I'm doing all right. Minimally. So, let's talk about acupuncture. I've been doing acupuncture recently. And what do I think about it? Uh, I, think it I think you need to do it a lot for it to be effective, if you're interested. Uh, but it's just... You know, it's just an interesting experience just being poked there on a table. You're like, just getting dinged all over your body. You don't bleed, so it's weird how that even works, right? Getting poked all over and you don't bleed anywhere. So, I like it. You kind of, if you've done yoga nidra, right? If you traveled off to the astral world, you'll probably recognize the feeling... I think it's called the hypnogotic state or something like that. Uh, right before you fall asleep, the in-between state between when you're awake and you're falling asleep, you get there real quick, okay? And you just implement a breathing pattern or two while you're uh, doing this, uh, what's it called? What the fuck? Jesus Christ. Acupuncture. Uh, completely lost my train of thought. Oh, man. I just looked at the camera and... Not this one. That one. And got a little upset about how it wasn't working. And then I lost my train of thought. So here we are. Sorry, guys. Girls. Non-binary. Gender-neutral people. Um, what's been going on? Not a lot. When you look at the world... And you see what's happening. You just see the COVID hysteria ending. And, you know, like some people got in their COVID bunker of belief and they never left it. It's like, that's fine. Um, like at some point, like, I don't know, everybody's over it, right? Uh, I'm just waiting to claim the throne of being correct on this. I think here's, here's the other thing, too. I think it totally could have been some bio like when you look at World War Three kicking off with Ukraine and you realize like a, perhaps a biological weapon was released two years ago. What the fuck was it really? You know what I mean? Like how are we all perhaps entering into war in the South China Sea and maybe in Europe, which is just like World War Two, right? What the fuck's going on with this uh, 
locations, right? We got the good guys, we got the bad guys already all lined up. We know one people, dude. They lined this fucking propaganda up so good. You know, Chinese have of uh, genocide camps, right? Like you sound so educated if you say talk about the Uyghurs, right? And so they made the upper middle class of America all accept this uh, knowledge of like genocide in China. Like so, whether the propaganda is true or not, I'm no clue. But the propaganda is there, and you are considered you are considered educated and uh, perhaps well-read on the subject to know that China's committing genocide right at this moment. And they are Uyghurs, right? To the Uyghur people. Uh, and that's terrible. So they already have this narrative that, and we're already complacent. We're already complacent. We're letting Americans, most Americans say, yeah, we're letting them do it. We're letting them do it. And now there's war today apparently in ukraine and if china moves towards taiwan uh and we as america's americans sit back and don't engage in taiwan like say we, we do engage in taiwan then what's to say we shouldn't be engaging in ukraine right like we're already fighting one war is the rationale like why wouldn't we defend democracy and freedom in two locations you know what i mean it's so perfect how all this shit lined up uh, and happened. So my point is, maybe the COVID was fucking more worse than we ever will know, right? It could be the worst fucking disease ever, right? And who gives a fuck whether the vaccine might be effective or not? Because guess what? A couple months, we're all going to war, right? All out. Wouldn't that be fucking crazy? Nobody sees it coming, right? Nobody sees your sons and daughters getting drafted right now. Nobody saw the pandemic coming. Nobody. It was all of a sudden we're in lockdown. How much of a stretch is it to say in three months we're all going to be at war, right? And they're going to implement a draft just like Ukraine did, right? Once that's in the news, like Ukraine had – here's the rules on a draft in America – I think it's 18 to 26 years old. And what did Ukraine do? 18 to 60? They're just like, fuck it, all the way to the top. What if Americans did something like that? Like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? No way, dude. I'm not going to go fight for, you know, in Taiwan or Ukraine. That's insane. Uh, but who knows? It all could happen. Uh, nobody saw the pandemic coming. And maybe it was a biological weapon. That got released from the lab intentionally. Maybe we are and have been at war for several, several years. Some people say we have. What's it called? Unilateral warfare, blah, 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 blah. So I think all this shit's pretty fascinating. I don't know a damn thing about it. And I don't give a fuck, really. Because what does it matter to know about any of these things? It means very little. But it's nice to think about them. Um, and, you know, I just don't... I like how real... Uh, is this war going to get for any American? I think it, if we do go to war, it'll probably be like the pandemic where you only know a few people really impacted by it at the end of the day, which is crazy. But uh, life finds a way of carrying on for the most part. And what's with these? I got to talk about this. The truckers like uh, going across the United States and the truckers in Canada I mean, this is a nice way to date the podcast, but um, the people who are against 
the the truckers and the freedom convoy the, the the whole thing is just goofy to me right uh, but my freedoms aren't being impacted in the sense that I don't have a job where uh, my income depends on whether I get vaccinated or not which is crazy if I did have that job I would just transfer jobs hopefully um, but then again if you're living in a world where that's not even possible anymore um, then what do you do right you go protest uh, I think that's totally crazy totally cool don't think I would ever join a trucker protest I don't have a truck don't want to drive across the country it just seems like it costs so much money to do that protest I'm more of a protester like Occupy Wall Street like let's get a tent right let's just camp out in front of Wall Street we can get a burner stove we can even just walk over to McDonald's there's a public restroom there's a rec center down the street that's my style of protesting this whole sitting in a truck sitting in a car thing ah, I like it in some regards it's a great way of protesting and I encourage you know people to express their right right uh, to protest or whatever First Amendment but uh, let's bring back the Occupy Wall Street. I love the camp out style. Uh, I know like that kind of deteriorated pretty fast, but the government did implement provocateurs, I, at least rumored to me. So anyways, I'd really like to see more of a protest like that uh, again. I mean, the trucks are cool, uh, but you're paying a lot of gas, so I feel like you're just contributing to the oil corporations. And I... Not really worried about global warming, more worried about global pollution. Uh, I think if we fix pollution, we could talk about warming. But uh, I don't want to talk about cars, I'm talking about trash, all the shit in the ocean. I'd rather take all, I'd rather clean the fucking ocean before I worry about what the cars are doing, right? To the goddamn earth. You got to fix that ocean. Um,. And the beaches. We got to clean the beaches, rivers, and oceans. That should be a nation. Global. Like, why can't we go to war against trash? Why can't we do that? Jesus Christ. Why can't we all just, like, we're going to draft. I'd be totally cool if they drafted my son or daughter to go, you know, on an expedition into the ocean and haul trash out for, like, what, six, eight months? Go back, maybe, and they get some metal for, like, you know, helping the earth. Uh, like, why can't we be soldiers against some, like, uh, trash enemy? I don't know what that would be. But pollution's just, oh, man, the whole taxi for emitting carbon. Well, I emit carbon. Now you're going to tax me for how much carbon in my carbon footprint. While, like, people like Bill Gates get to fly on jets. Just, you know, they got yachts. Things like that don't make sense. You can't tax a little man for a carbon footprint. While you let the big man uh, have an unlimited footprint. Because he can pay for it. Uh, what was it talking about? Fuck. Um, I don't know. Dude. I got a box behind me. That was fucking aesthetically not pleasing. Sorry about that. Fuck, man. Gotta clean this background up. Um, you know. Do what I can in this studio. I think Renee Brown's still called out. So hold on, I need to take a drink. Um, what am I going to talk about? I think... 
Talk about war. Oh, I just watched the movie Akira. And uh, what do I think about that? I started reading the book. Watched the movie. And first of all, how do I even find out about it? Because I'm not a big anime guy. You're like, you anime? Maybe you do. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit of an anime anime guy now. Uh, so the movie Akira, A K I R A, I found out about it. You know, uh, Kanye West made a post about how <laughs> he had to go get his Akira books. <laughs> Kid Kardashian, like, what the fuck? Do you read Kanye? You what? What are these Akira books? I thought it was some Tao Buddhist shit. Like he must be on some another level. I look it up and it's oh it's an anime, manga I don't know the difference. Uh, never read one before actually, uh, so I'm like I read about it. It's like oh cool, kind of like uh, tied to the movie The Matrix in some ways apparently. And got excited about it, got the book just the first one. There's six of them and I got the movie. Well watched it and what do I think about the movie? It was interesting. Uh, I enjoyed that. First of all, I anime now when I see it, like with a, uh, aesthetically, I don't perhaps like the artwork as much. And but this older anime, it's like hand drawn. It's more like old Disney. I'm an old. If I'm gonna watch Disney Dumbo. I'm gonna watch the cartoon Dumbo rather than the live action Dumbo. You know what I mean? So it feels like anime now is live action CGI anime and anime back then. I think this movie came out in 92. I don't know. Uh, it was hand drawn. I'm like, damn, this is good art. Uh, and it's pretty violent. Great movie. Uh, in some ways, what do I think about it? I thought it's take on, I thought it was Philip K. Dick-esque. Absolutely. Uh, it was a lot like Philip K. Dick. Uh, where this person, uh, Tetsuo, and Canada, Canada, his name's Canada, and the movie takes place like in uh, 2021, which is crazy, so a year ago. And World War Three just took off in this movie too, which is such a synchro for me, uh, that World War Three a nuke goes off in Neo-Tokyo, and that's the start of it. And basically, the story revolves around Tetsuo, who finds out, you know, he's got a special gift. Uh, some call it the Shining. And there's other people like him, blah, blah, blah. The oldest one's Akira. And the way the movie is, astonishing. Uh, loved it. Um, I think it had connections to CERN in some ways. Uh, I liked it. had I could see the illusions that were the matrix might have drawn on on it you know what i mean like uh some of the effects so to speak but so akira i liked it good good movie i interested to see how the book is um honestly 62 pages in it so far which isn't a lot when it's a picture book right you're just like whoa, whoa, whoa. i used to have to read lots of it so here we are uh man what else is going on? You think it'd be more exciting podcast with World War Three going on, but it's not. It's just another day in America. Uh, what do I think about America right now? 
uh, and the American people. I think the American people are, as a whole, uh, dysfunctional as fuck. And I think here's why. Uh, I think a, a lot of people in America are, first of all, the core of most of every person I've met and every, every day-to-day interaction is a good person, right? So my general belief of humanity, I think people are good people. I don't think people are savages. So I just feel, here's my point. I feel as though the intellectual sum of America is led and dictated by the propaganda in this country without a doubt. Most, from my analysis, most Americans can't tell you what's propaganda, what's not propaganda. They'd be lucky to tell you if something was really an ad or not an ad, right? I've been in the room with people who have watched a reality TV show, and you know those ones on History Channel, like whatever, like Finding Bigfoot. You know it's not real. You know in your heart of like, this isn't real TV. They're not really going to find Bigfoot. I could tell you what's going to happen on the eighth episode of this season, the eighth season. Guess what? They're not going to find them. And they think, you know, they think it's real. It's astonishing that uh, that level of belief is passed off. I remember when Discovery Channel did their mermaid show and I had a friend who thought mermaids were real. I'm like, no, 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 do, do, do. That was a fake documentary. He's all, no, it wasn't, man. I'm like, yeah, bro, mermaids are not real. I don't know if anybody remembers that Discovery Channel thing. Uh, they just, they didn't tell anybody it was fake. So Discovery Channel had been doing like real ass shit forever. Like, here's an orca well. Here's the jungle. Here's what the moon is. And then all of a sudden, Discovery Channel said, groundbreaking new discoveries will be released. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> quick scenes of mermaids underwater and like what the fuck is this and like they got everybody to tune in and you know some people could discern the truth some people couldn't uh and how crazy is that right i don't know if anybody remembers that uh but that was when discovery channel said let's fuck with america baby i think they did one other thing too with like a megalodon shark they tried the same stick twice don't know which one was first but Ah, man, that was interesting when they pulled that off. Fucking weird, man. I can't believe the world. But my point is, what do I think about America? I think most Americans don't understand a damn thing, right? They would look at CNN and Fox News, whatever they look at, and actually you know, think there's a kernel of truth in somewhere of something, and most of the time it's not. I would almost say never. Like, when are... Those are entertainment shows, right? MSNBC, like NPR is bullshit, right? NPR is a mouthpiece for Washington Post, all these liberal people who donate money. Like people think National Public Radio is like sponsored by people like me and you. It ain't anymore, bud. It's sponsored by corporations who have an agenda. And oh my God, the fact that if you like read the Washington Post and don't understand that's what that like the Washington Post just might as well be, say the Bezos Post right don't ever come to me and tell me there's no there's good there's good journalism in the Washington Post another isn't another that's 
Jeff Bezos newspaper. Like, he has so much money. Think about this. For funsies, he bought it. For funsies. I'll buy a newspaper company? You fucking crazy, dude? And he's like, I'm not that vain. Just keep it the post. Yeah, keep it the Washington Post. But before you publish anything, send it up to daddy. Let me read it off. There's nothing in the Washington Post ever that would talk about wage slavery, is there? You know what I mean? Or maybe real hard-hitting issues as far as pollution goes. Maybe. Yeah, maybe there is, maybe there isn't. But uh, not to the extent that would impact the profits of Amazon. That That's what I'll tell you. And New York Times is fucked. The idea that anybody thinks these institutions are not decrepit, old, and fucked. And the left understands it. They're like, systematic racism. The whole system's broke. You're fucking right. Why do you trust it? Why do you tell me to listen to any of them? Right? Like, I don't understand that on the hypocrisy on the left where it's, you know, oh, man, what's look at this history. These systems have just disenfranchised and hurt so many people. Uh, but now that we're in charge of most of them, you should fucking listen to what they have to say. It's like, what do you mean? No way. I'm not listening to any of you. <laughs> I don't think. I think Americans, if they have trust in any of these uh, institutions, are uh, they're out of their mind, right? And I think it's why do why do people trust them? I think people trust the institutions because it's safe. It takes less time, right? It takes a lot less time to question what a doctor thinks. It takes a fucking lot less time. And people are like, why Why would you even question one? I don't know, man, because i got the time. Right? And I can think through things like, why would you read the document before you sign it? It's so funny because i got the time to read the document before I sign it. So I read it. Uh, a lot of people don't read the document. Almost nobody ever does. right? And that's the whole reality in the world. Uh, people don't question authority. People don't read the document. They just do what they're told. And... Ah, oh, man, the systematic enslavement of humankind is so obvious to me. <laughs> like, how, like it, you feel sad about it, right? Like, enslavement, not like physical chains, but of the mind, right? Like, the people's mind has been broken and bent so fucking hard. It's hard to even find another, you know, until you see what it actually is, it's hard to give an example in my head, right? Like, it, on such a massive scale, the illusion that's been placed over everybody's mind and i think that's why first of all the wizard of oz is the first movie that was made into color because in my opinion people people have their own opinion about what that movie means this is my opinion uh i made it up the <laughs> the the wizard of oz is about plato's golden lie right uh and that golden lie i think that's the proper term uh the golden lie is essentially this, if I'm repeating it correctly. If not, I don't give a fuck. Uh, people are all born with a certain metal in their body. Some people, and that metal determines your worth and value. Some people are born with gold, and therefore they're worth more, and they deserve that lofty position. Some people are born with silver, and some people are born with bronze. And because that's what you were born with on the inside, you'll never be able to change it. That's who you are, right? You are who you are. Uh, if you're poor and you're a bronze guy, you gotta be, you just gotta, under, Hey, you just gotta understand that. And if you're middle-class and silver, 
don't worry about it. Just be grateful you're not bronze and don't be envious of gold because you are where you are and you should be grateful. And if you're gold, it's you deserve this. Uh, you are everything um, that you should be. So anyways, it's something like that. Could be wrong, could be right. Don't give a fuck. Read, look it up yourself. And then watch Wizard of Oz and understand that um, there's a curtain, green curtain. I hope people have seen this. At the end of the movie, and there's a man hiding behind the curtain, and he tells people what's inside of him, right? The golden light, you know? And he bestows these things upon people that were already inside of them, whether it was true or not. And so authority hides behind a veil, and that authority isn't even real. I hope I repeated that all correctly. It's been a while since I revisited my Wizard of Oz since college thesis. That is my thought, my personal thought on that whole topic. And I'll summarize it better next time. I have to watch the movie again and revisit uh, the golden lie. So anyways, there's a golden lie put across the people, and that's how things are. i got to take a drink. So anyways, um, man, it's a crazy world. And I think this, you know, what's going on uh, with a lot of things, there's no way <laughs> there isn't a strong spiritual component to human life, right? Um, I think spirituality permeates everything. Um, and there, there's people who are numb to some things, right? There's people who are numb to violence, numb to uh, other people's sadness, numb to the worries, worries and concerns of other people or the world. And I think there's some people who are numb spiritually. And, like, what do I mean by that? I think they could be religious and spiritually numb. Like, they could never have a spiritual experience in their life. Shit like that. Um, but... What, what's the point of the spiritual world? Is it is the point a global spiritual outcome or is it an individual spiritual outcome? That's what I think sometimes. Like, is this my journey or am I here to help the world on its journey? Right. <laughs> I don't think it fucking matters at the end of the day, but it's just a nice question. Like, what? And I, can I uh, do both at the same time? And I think the answer is yes by working on my journey. Like, if I improve my quality of life, and I make my garden nice, I think the keeping up with the Joneses rules comes into effect. Other people will look at my garden and say, that's a nice garden. I like how you dig it. I'm going dig, to dig my garden something like yours. And then so and so and so on. And it's a nice little ripple of positivity. We're like, I think sometimes if you give your life to causes outside of yourself, it can be so fucking emotionally draining, right? Because think about this. You want to fight pollution you can never do it, right? You'll never. You as an individual will never clean up all the trash in the world. It just keeps going. It's like in, uh, what's that book? Um, Kipling. Uh, do androids dream of electric sheep? There's this product called Kipling, and it just reproduces trash over and over. Like, it would reproduce like a fork every day. Bing, bing, bing. And an excess of forks would build up, and I think that's called Kipling. But my point is there's a lot of trash being built up and we're like one big Kipling machine just producing trash every day. Like, eh, you can't stop it. 
you can never stop it. So how would that feel if like you were, you had a life mission that was, uh, what is that, Sisyphus, right? Like you push the rock up the hill and it rolls down every day. Fuck that shit, dude. Eventually my roll over your foot and hurt it like a motherfucker. You'll have to take a week off and do it again until it rolls down again. That sucks. So I think you work on yourself. And if you work on yourself, you can attack the bigger thing like pollution on your own scale. Like you pick up the pollution in your area and you keep living your life, baby. Uh, I thought about that, I don't know, the other day. So here we are. What do I think about, what do I think about technology? I think technology is fucking interesting. Like, Like nothing's wireless. You know what I mean? You ever seen anything wireless? Like a phone's never wireless. Wireless. You, you, at the end of the day, it still needs a tail, right? And it plugs into the wall. I have yet to see anything truly 100% wireless. And on the inside, guess what? Wires, right? Nothing's wireless. I think that's the biggest lie ever told. That's a big conspiracy. My number one conspiracy is wireless. Never existed, never has. I've never seen anything that's wireless. Everything plugs into something. Everything's got a plug at the end of the day. Uh, fuck, man. If you don't have the plug, it ain't working. If you don't have the wire, the fucking product doesn't work. Where's a wireless product? Find me one. You know what I mean? Find me a wireless product. I'm thinking real hard right now. I can't. There isn't one. Think of a wireless product. What's wireless, man? Fuck. We'll never know. And like, when when will that day? Like, think about the Tesla car. Needs a fucking wire, dude. I think they plug that motherfucker in or it doesn't work. Eh, charge that son of a bitch. You gotta find the wire. What is that? Why is that? Why is there always a need for a wire? What is that all about? What are we plugging into? What are we doing, humanity? Fuck. Anyways. Jeez. Getting chills, man. It's freezing for some reason. I got two shirts on. I got two shirts on. So, life's pretty good. Ah, man ripping it so far if i wouldn't have fucked up the first part of this podcast i'd be closing it out with a jam but right now i'm gonna keep going with some intellectual steam i'm gonna talk about what am i gonna talk about what what do i what do i think man (laughs) oh fuck what do i think i think a lot of things throughout the day uh, like hollow earth, flat earth. What do I think about that shit? So I think the simulation theory is possible. So because I think the simulation theory is possible, I think almost any outcome you believe in this world is possible. Like if it's a simulation, there's no reason a fucking lizard person couldn't zap themselves into our simulation or whatever, man. It's fucking a simulation. So I think if anybody, uh, like if you think the world's flat, maybe it fucking is in your head, man. Right, And in order to break that reality, it'd be something like the Truman Show. The whole world would have to get behind you going to Antarctica, right? <laughs> like, that's the craziest part. Um, and the hollow earth, 
here's the thing. There might be a secret society in the middle of the hollow earth, but you might go in the hollow earth and never come out to prove it. Kind of thing. Because it's so deep and cavernous. And then you get, like, you meet a Sherpa along the way, and then they carry you in a, an extremely far apart. And he just happened to be there that day yeah, picking some wild mushrooms uh, to help you. Most people would die uh, on their way to Hollow Earth. But you got lucky, and you can't ever go back. So my point is, maybe it's real in your simulated world, and you fucking do whatever that shit is, but maybe not for me, right? So for me, this world, I think, be like, is the world flat? Dude, I think the world might just be my state right now, dude. I don't even know. It could just be this fucking room, right? Everything outside this room could be simulated as fuck. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just fucking with you guys. Uh, I have no clue what I'm talking about, obviously. Um, so Hollow Earth, simulation, it's all possible. What would I prefer? Fuck, man. I'd probably prefer Hollow Earth over Flat Earth. Because Flat Earth just seems kind of silly and scary. Like, I don't... What if the table tips? That sounds fucked. <laughs> Is that how the dinosaurs got killed? It was like the, 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 the Flat Earth go boop. And like other things go, whoa! 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 And then the continents shifted. Something like that. Well... Here I am. Sorry, I thought I heard something. Somebody call my name. I This is a live podcast. only live for me, but life happening in real life. So things are going on externally in my world. And no, it looks like I'm forever trapped in this square box. And I somewhat am. But uh, inside of this square box, there's things going on outside of it. So I think I've... Ah, oh, man. I think the podcast is close to an end. I didn't even look at the time. I started late. Let me finish strong on a point and topic. Uh, fuck, man. Worst way to end a podcast, or is it the best way? What's my... What's, hey, for real, I used to... Here's a little story. I took seminary in ninth grade, and people would get requests... Uh, well, I didn't. People get requested to do prayers, is what I'm saying, by the teacher. And uh, I eventually was like, never did it, perhaps. And then I did it one day. I did a funny prayer. And everybody laughed. Then after that, they requested me to do prayers. And then I took requests from them. And I would do uh, prayers for people. <laughs> like, hope they pass the test. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, please bless my friend, John Jacobs, to get an A in Mr. Uh, Brody's um, geometry class. And please bless Jane Smith to do well in her uh, choreography class for dance recital. Amen. Name Jesus Christ. Bye. So I do stuff like that. And I'd be... Dude, Everybody would love it because nobody did request prayers. And I think more people should, like, when they're, when they're going to do a prayer, they should, like, yo, any requests? 
anything you want me to send up to Big, Big G, uh, I'll send it up there real quick. Uh, so I'm a big fan of prayer requests. If you ever get the chance to do a prayer, you know, hey, ask the crowd if they uh, have any requests that you can help them out with. Uh, it's always appreciated, I'm sure. Because, hey, here's the truth. You may not believe in it. You may not think you need a prayer, but other people might might need one. And sometimes you just got to ask, right? Hey, you need me to pray for you. And people are like, prayers and thoughts don't help. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I don't care what you think. So God bless you all. I'm going to end on a, on a tune. And uh, I will see you. This was a secret podcast. I wasn't even planning on doing this. So fuck it if it's a little short. Uh, God bless you all.